This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, good afternoon everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Bruchem Abayim. We're continuing in the Holy Sefer of the Chafetz Chaim, Tzipisal Yeshua. Named after the words of the Gemara, that after 120, one of the six big, big questions that one has asked are Tzipisal Yeshua. Did you await the coming of Mashiach? The Chavetz Chaim made a statement yesterday in describing again the two categories of people that will exist when Mashiach, in the, in the era before the coming of Mashiach, those who are steadfast to the observance of the Torah and those who are defecting. And the Chavetz Chaim describes the sacrifice of those who remain true to the Torah, the poverty, the deprivation, the scorn, the travails, that they endure to educate their children, to observe the mitzvahs, the hunger, the famine. And then the Chafetz Chaim says, nefesh. Is this not wholehearted repentance? Ki Lashem hi their service to God is wholesome avoida. Asher zuchus echad mehem, one of their merits. Could offset the averos of a large segment of society. In other words, you could have maybe a thousand to one averos, but one mitzvah in such difficult times of poverty, travail, deprivation could outweigh many, many more mitzvahs. And yesterday we were trying to explain that, you know, the conditions that we're in today do not seem to be similar to that. Because we definitely are not living in a time of deprivation and travail and hunger and famine. But on the other hand, we did point out yesterday that the challenge of wealth and the, the winds of taiva and the allure of Olam Hazat today is much stronger than it ever was. And in a certain sense, the challenges of today are perhaps even worse and more difficult than the challenges in the time of the Chafetz Chaim. By the way, just as an aside, it's well known that when Napoleon was headed toward Russia, there was a big uh, difference of opinion among the uh, Hasidic Rebbes regarding whether is Napoleon a good thing for the Jews, is the liberty and egalitarianism, egalitarianism of Napoleon, is that good for the Jews or bad for the Jews? Some say, well, we won't be brutalized, we won't be persecuted. However, others said, no, this will spell disaster to the Jewish people, because more difficult than starvation and persecution is freedom. Now, I do want to point out, uh, along the same lines that we were saying yesterday, we brought from the Arizal, in the Shar HaGogulim, in the edition published in Yushalayim in 1968, it's on page Samach Beis Amad Beis, where the Ari brings... One small act of learning and mitzvahs in our generation. Is the equivalency of hundreds and thousands of mitzvahs of earlier generations. Because the Sitra Achra is out of control in our generation. That's what we mentioned yesterday. I would like to share with you the mashal that Maran... Rabbi Yosef gives in his introduction to Perkei Avais in the Sefer Anaf Eitz Avais. Rabbi tells the story of a princess who lived in the lap of luxury. She lived in the king's palace 
and she had the ear of the king. And if anybody ever needed anything, the inn with the king is you would have to rub shoulders with the princess. But if you got on her good side, she could get you access to anything. And obviously in order to get onto the princess's good side and to have her ear, you would have to give her something to earn the right to speak with her and have her audience. So people who needed something, they wanted to build a business, they wanted to build an enterprise, they wanted to build, buy real estate, they would come to the princess and boy would you have to give a gift to the princess to get her attention to find favor with her. You would have to find a rare jewel, gem, something out of the ordinary in order to gain favor with the princess. But years passed and someone slandered the princess and she was thrown into a pit in the wilderness and she was languishing and wallowing, deserted. And at that point in time, someone came and gave her basic food, basic hydration, provided her some basic shelter. Ultimately, she was able to clear her name and she was back in the palace. But what always stood out in her mind were not the grandiose gifts that people would give her when she was in the palace. After all, when she's in the palace, she had access to every luxury and every resource. It were the basic gifts that she was provided with when she was in the wilderness. So too, says Rebbe Yosef, when the Beis HaMikdash stood and God's presence was clear, boy, would you have to do a mitzvah to gain favor with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You would have to offer a Shemayna Esrei. You would have to offer a Limanat Torah extraordinary, almost supernatural, to find favor in the eyes of Hashem. But now God's not in the palace anymore. It's Shechina Begalusa. God has been banished, so to speak. God is in exile. And when God is in exile, then even the smallest mitzvah finds favor in His eyes. A small mitzvah done in 2023 might be more valuable than maybe a whole generation in earlier times. So, as low as we are, we're still living in unprecedented times. And that's what the Chavetz Chaim is saying. That, I mean, he said earlier that what we, what we're able to achieve today is perhaps far greater than in earlier generations. Chavetz Chaim continues, similarly, we see the sanctity of the Jewish people. We see who the travails of the time are overwhelming on everyone, very much. And nevertheless, those Jews who strengthen themselves with all their soul, to observe the statutes of the Torah. They and their children. They come and mispalim, they pray. They cry, they confess. They don't question the ways of Hashem. They accept God's justice. They set times for the study of Torah. And despite their poverty and oppressive situation, they increase in a great way 
their merciful deeds and kindness one with another. With all kinds of efforts and all kinds of very wise ways and clever ways to help their friend. How to benefit and to really understand the situation of, of their poor friend. All of these Yidin who are being Moiser Nefesh to educate their children, to learn Torah, to do Chesed, about all these Helegi Yidin it is so reasonable to say that it is being fulfilled in them the verses in Nitzavim when all of these things happen to you the blessing and the curse that I put before you you will bring it to your heart you will listen to his voice, in accordance with everything I command you today. you, and your children, with all your heart, these remnants, Yisrael, of wholesome belief among the Jewish people, Shavim Alibam. They contemplate these matters, they reflect upon them, and they recognize the severity of the service of HaMitzvah Sharleim and the mitzvahs that are upon them, Umoisrim Nafsham Lekayim Es and they sacrifice themselves to observe the Torah. And as we're going to see next time, those Jews who defect are also bringing Mashiach closer. How so? Because they're making it harder for those who are observing, so they're magnifying the reward of the Sharmei Torah Mitzvahs. And that we'll see Be'ezus Hashem uh, next time we meet which will be uh, next week. Okay, so this officially we meet Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We will uh, see each other on Monday. I wish everyone a wonderful day, a wonderful Shabbos. Tonight we have an amazing share at 8.30 about the power of Asher Yatsar to cure any illness and to engender a great inspiration for tshuva. So please join us at 8.30 tonight. I wish everyone a wonderful day. Brach You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.